these rallying points were buried where they lay. There was little attempt at identification, though in most cases the burial parties being detailed to glean the same ground which they had assisted to reap. The names of the victorious dead were known and listed. The enemy's fallen had to be content with counting. But of that they got enough. Many of them were counted several times, in the total as given afterward in the official report of the victorious commander, denoted rather a hope than a result. At some little distance from the spot where one of the burial parties had established its bivouac of the dead, a man in the uniform of a federal officer stood leaning against a tree. From his feet upward to his neck his attitude was that of weariness, reposing. But he turned his head uneasily from side to side. His mind was apparently not at rest. He was perhaps uncertain in which direction to go. He was not likely to remain where he was, for already the level rays of the setting sun straggled redly through the open spaces of the wood, and the weary soldiers were quitting their task for the day. He would hardly make a night of it alone there among the dead. Nine men in ten, whom you meet after a battle, inquire the way to some fraction of the army, as if any one could know. Doubtless this officer was lost. After resting himself a moment, he would presumably follow one of the retiring burial squads. When all were gone, he walked straight away into the forest toward the Red West, its light staining his face like blood. The air of confidence with which he now strode along showed that he was on familiar ground. He had recovered his bearings. The dead on his right and on his left were unregarded as he passed. An occasional low moan from some sorely stricken wretch whom the relief parties had not reached, and who would have to pass a comfortless night beneath the stars with his thirst to keep him company, was equally unheeded. What indeed could the officer have done, being no surgeon and having no water? At the head of a shallow ravine, a mere depression of the ground, lay a small group of bodies. He saw, and swerving suddenly from his course, walked rapidly toward them. Scanning each one sharply as he passed, he stopped at last above one which lay at a slight remove from the others, near a clump of small trees. He looked at it narrowly. It seemed to stir. He stooped and laid his hand upon its face. It screamed. The officer was Captain Dowling Madwell of a Massachusetts regiment of infantry.